Hello and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I'm Jess, your host and your favorite female empowerment coach. This is a safe space to speak about all things on mindset, relationships, business, sex, money, and life experiences. Get comfortable, get ready, and let's go. Hello, and welcome back to the Jessica Pinelli podcast. I apologize. I've been gone. I'm sorry. I got to Perth. I forgot my microphone. I had all intention to actually record a podcast episode with my phone, like, you know, the voice memo things that you can do. I've actually done an episode like this. If you have just started listening to the Jessica Pinelli podcast, it was last year's new year, uh, podcast episode, sorry, end of year podcast episode. I was in the car driving up North of Western Australia and I wanted to make a podcast episode. And so I did it that way. And so I'm like, yeah, I can do this. But I'm going to be real, it was just such a busy social trip to Perth as I knew it would be. Had a wedding, saw friends and family. Like I literally did not breathe until I was at the airport ready to come home. But it was amazing. I'm so happy we got to see friends and family before Christmas and New Year because originally my partner and I, we were going to go for this wedding and we were also going to go for Christmas. But we just we just don't, we're just not justifying the prices of flights. This isn't bad money mindset, guys. This is literally being logical with your money. Um, I think the last time we checked to fly over a few days before Christmas is like $3,000 for the both of us, which for a five-hour flight, (laughs) that's ridiculous, right? So yeah, it meant a lot to us that we could catch up with as many people as we possibly could. And it was just so busy. I'm exhausted. I got back yesterday and I woke up, I went to bed at like 10. I woke up at 9am. That is like unheard of for me. And there's a bit of construction going on outside of our apartment that didn't even wake me up. I'm like asleep in for me is 6am. So I'm still a bit tired today, but definitely feeling a lot better. By the way, unpopular opinion, I got a red eye flight and I know everyone complains and I just haven't ever understood the complaints. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep the entire time. I actually went through three different time zones. So I'm like, I'm going to wake up and my body is going to be adjusted, which it has. Whereas when I got to Perth, when we got to Perth, it was like the middle of the night. And then it took a couple of days for me to adjust and not like be two hours in front. I went through three different time zones because these flights that I booked, there were no flights that were direct from Perth to Brisbane weird well with virgin anyway at the at this time and so i flew from perth to melbourne i had an hour and 50 minutes stopover in melbourne and then got to brisbane and so that's three different time zones because melbourne currently has daylight savings so they're three hours in front of perth brisbane is two hours in front of perth and so on um but what i can say is melbourne airport like the domestic it's just, I've never been at the international. I don't know if they're joint. So if they are, yeah, let me know. <laughs> anyway, it's just so much better than the Perth domestic. And I always, no matter where I go, I'm like, they need to just do something with the Perth domestic airport because it's not like no one uses it. So many people use it. Um, but I was in the lounge, uh, the Virgin Lounge anyway, but 
going on a little rant. So that's my little travel, travel escapees, escapees, is that the right word? Uh, and so we're back home. We're back in Brisbane. David is not home yet. He actually flew from Perth to Adelaide on Monday for work. He's home tomorrow. Uh, so tomorrow will be in the morning, a bit of a like tidy up and all that. I'm glad we did a big tidy up, cleaned our sheets, etc. before we left. It definitely takes the stress off. Um, and because I came in and I was so tired, I was like, oh, thank you past just for doing this. So that is me. I apologize for being absent. I did really miss the podcast. I'm just, yeah, I'm so excited. I know it's been a few episodes now, but I'm just so excited to have gotten my mojo back for the podcast and to just share and be so honest and transparent. And this is a at just such a huge safe space and I have over the past few weeks been connecting with a lot more of you who have come from the podcast and you've slid on on over in my dms on instagram and so if you're ever scared please don't be scared I love a chat and any of you listening that I've ever slid into my dms know that I'm probably gonna start voice messaging you <laughs> because I just appreciate hearing from all of you I do have a little announcement actually two announcements. So time of this recording, tonight I am hosting a new workshop training. It is called Money Magnetism. It's all about how to tap into your most abundant self. So unless you literally listen to this just before 7pm Brisbane time, 8th of December, uh, then it would have already gone live, but I'm going to leave the link in the show notes, uh, show notes below. So you're able to get that. I'm so excited. This was just a little side note. It was the last week of the Fem Club this week. And the last week, week six, is always money mindset. And so I am just in the money mindset vibe this week. And I actually cried on the Fem Club call last night because I'm like, I love you guys. I love this community. And to all of you that have done the Fem Club, like I've got an exciting announcement, by the way, but for New Year. So if you have been part of the Fem Club before, stay tuned for that. But yeah, it was just it was just such a phenomenal six weeks, but I'm like, I cannot wait to do money magnetism, host that because yeah, I'm just in the money mindset vibe. So I will put that in the show notes below. Um, I've just did a a few notes. Um, I'm not really someone when I do like a live or a workshop or whatever, I don't, I definitely prefer not having notes and just going in with my knowledge and the vibe, but I have so much that's been on my mind the past couple of weeks when I first decided to do this that I'm like, okay, Jess, just write it down just in case. So you're sharing it all. So show notes below. Also, second announcement, Becoming Me. So this is my four week mini mastermind that begins in January. This is all about getting out of your head and into your life. It is a very intimate mastermind. There are three spots available. Two have already been taken. So at time of this recording, there is one spot available inside of this. Why am I doing like a mini mind? Because I really want to connect with women that are so sick of their own shit or so sick of having the same year over and over again or, you know, doing the whole new year, new me bullshit and nothing changes. And I'm like, how can I hold space for women to be able to come together? The key word I just want to point out 
The keyword is mastermind. I need you to be able to show up in the group calls. You also get access to one one-on-one call with me as well. Your own private Voxer container, your own private, uh, sorry, a group Voxer container, and then obviously the group calls. But this is all about workshopping together, being around like-minded women and holding safe space. So if you're someone that's like, oh, like that sounds great, but I'm just going to watch the replays. I do not want women who are going to be like that. That is just because I really, for the these four weeks at the start of the year, I want to work each week with women, see them show up for themselves, see them show up for the container for the other women and to really step into their power. You also get three months free inside of Woman Up Monthly as well. So there is one spot left. If you are like, yep, this is hitting the spot or I need something to change in this next year, this is definitely for you. I created it and it took two years for me to bring this out since the start of my business because I really wanted to refine concepts on my lifestyle. But I was this woman for seven years, like my 20s. In the seven years of my 20s, I was this woman that would always make promises or goals or say things would change or want to make a mindset shift. And I would just fail, but I wouldn't use my failure as feedback. I would just keep going and going and going and fucking years go on and I'm still in the same spot, right? And so I'm really like, I don't know, I just have this deep drive to just work with these three women and be like, this is how you are all going to make a change as an individual, as a woman, this is how you're going to make yourself, put yourself first. This is how when you're going to have an expansive, immersive year. That's what gets me excited. So if this is like in your mind, you're like, yep, this is what I need, then definitely um, slide into my DMs with the word becoming. Tell me, listen to the podcast. Tell me, you know, this resonates with you and we can have a chat. Like I always... One thing for me is I always love to have a chat with anyone that comes into any of my containers. So when I open up the Femme Club, actually, you can enroll into the Femme Club right now. But when I open it up properly, officially to the public in 2023, I love to have conversations before you sign up. I want to know that like this is the right thing for you, that you you know the time and energy and commitment this takes. So slide in um, with the word becoming. Tell me you came from the podcast. There is one spot left. And yeah, I'm I'm just, I'm so excited about this container. And I feel like I got this intuitive download to do this, to like properly do it this year, rather than having it as like an idea floating in my ideas notebook. And I'm like, okay, now's the time. So that is the announcements. Let's get into the juicy part of this podcast episode, which is actually inspired by a post or a little notes session, like a phone notes app that I wrote while I was on the plane from Melbourne to Brisbane. I posted it this morning, so you can see it in notes form, but I really am like, I want to expand on this. Like I wrote this and I was like, this is fucking powerful. This is just like, this is it. Like it came out of nowhere and I'm like, oh my God. So This is in a post. The post is called Things I Did to Find a True Sense of Self-Love and Self-Worth. Now, I did put this disclaimer. I'm going to go through these five things today. I'm going to discuss them a little bit more in depth than I was able to on the post. Um, But what I did put as a disclaimer, like things to note, not so much a disclaimer, but things to note, um, 
where number one, I have done over two years of therapy. I have gotten myself out of environments that created stagnant energy for me. I stayed single even when I didn't want to. I traveled and lived elsewhere and I changed my diet and well-being. So these are these things, I'm just going to say things to note. These have been a big part of the process. But these five things I'm going to share with you are really what has created this deep, sense of connection to myself this deep sense of like I am worthy I am finding my worth I am standing in my power this deep sense of like I love me I love myself I I am worthy of all of the love from myself from anybody else and anyone who makes me question that is just is not my person so yeah let's go through it I love this I'm so I don't know. This is just fucking powerful. So number one, what I'm going to do is I am going to read what I have written because I think it's very important and then I'm going to flesh it out. So number one, I gave up self-betrayal. I stopped saying yes to someone just because I cared about them. I say no when I don't feel aligned. I connect with my intuition and don't let my ego rule me. I focus on my needs being met first instead of others. So number one, I gave up self-betrayal. This is all about coming back home to yourself. This is all about standing in your power. One thing that I did for so, so long with my friends and my family and to men that I was dating was I gave up my power. I betrayed my own needs. I thought that I had to put people first. I thought just because I loved and cared about someone and they loved and cared about me that they had to come first. And that was doing myself a disservice. I learned this the very hard way, more so with my family and the the men that I dated, the men that I was in relationships with. And I felt that I was always giving, giving, giving and never giving to myself. And I would never ask myself, like, what does Jess need? What are Jess needs right now? Are they be- being met not just by myself, but from other people? Why am I so disconnected from my intuition? Why do I not feel connected to who I am, right? And this is a big indication that your self-worth is low. This is a huge indication that you were lacking in the self-love department. And I found that for years, I truly just struggled to feel connected to myself because I didn't know my needs. I didn't I didn't know how to self-soothe. I didn't really know how to give myself what I wanted, but it all started with, I never asked myself, but I was always asking other people. I was always just going out my way to ensure that people, everyone but me came first in my life. Um, And that's a really sad thing. And if you are there right now, if you were resonating with this, if you were someone that's like, yep, that's me and my people pleaser. Yep. That's me. I betray myself. I have no self-trust. Like I had zero self-trust. I didn't trust my decisions I made. I didn't trust who I was. I, I just was not connected to myself. Like what I will say, like each one of these points is so important to different, uh, degrees, but this, this is everything. And it's just not good enough when we have so much access to different resources and containers paid and free to be able to build this up. And to know that we need to connect with ourselves. We need to really sit in with what we need. I 
I always share with my private clients that you always need to come first. And I think what I've noticed over the years, like I coach a lot of single mothers um, and mothers overall, not just single, but I coach a lot of them. And this has been a hard concept to be able to put themselves first before their kids. You cannot function at your best as a mother if you are not putting yourself first and you are not meeting your needs first. And I see this over and over again, not just with mums, but with, you know, friendships, with family, like you, and you've probably proved this to yourself, you may not like hearing this, and it may be like, no, I need to put my kids first, it's like, you will burn the candle at both ends until you are able to step in your power and be like, okay, what do I need right now, it doesn't mean you neglect your kids, or your partner, or your family, or whatever it may be, it just means like, okay, I need to say yes to me first. And so I want you to just do an overall like haul, like what is important for me? What are my needs? What are my expectations of myself? And like, what am I doing on a day-to-day basis to be able to meet that? Number two, I learned how to regulate. I connect with my nervous system and figure out what makes me feel unsafe and have created ways to soothe myself. I actively practice breath work and meditation. It became a no-brainer to be able to align my spirit and body. I move my body more and consciously step into divine masculine and divine feminine energy. I do the things I say I'm going to do. I show up for myself even on a bad day. That last part is important. You still can have a bad day, but you can still show up for yourself. And this connects very well to number one of not betraying yourself. You can still have a shit day. You can still have a day in bed crying, or you can still have a woe is me or victim mentality day, but you could still show up for you and your needs. Regulating yourself, regulating your nervous system to feel safe. And I put there like breathwork meditation. It is not the only answers. It is not the only things you should be doing. If you think like, okay, I'm just going to stop meditating for five minutes a day. Like I'm going to be good. Like, no, no, that is that these are like the start right? But yes, you need to start somewhere, but you need to be able to, regulation is coming into safety mode, right? We are, we are primed to be in survival. We are primed, look at the society we live in. We are primed to be go, 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 busy, busy, busy. If you're not fucking busy and you're sat for like five minutes doing nothing, we become bored or we need to be stimulated, right? That is your your nervous system signaling to you like I am in survival mode I've said this a few times I will continue to say it we come from cavemen it's in our DNA cavemen we're running away from tigers that is literally how our nervous system is primed for anything that causes us stress our body reacts in the same way as if we're about to get chased by a tiger if you sat for a moment and literally thought okay I'm about to get chased by a tiger I'm sure you were going to have major anxiety and and start getting really fucking stressed out right even me thinking about it, I'm like yeah fuck imagine if a tiger's like right in front of this microphone about to chase me okay that is how our nervous system is primed and so we need to do what we can in our capacity which by the way is a fuck ton of things that we can do but we need to do what we can in our capacity to be able to bring our body to safetyness one thing and I've been working on this extensively especially this year but one point of reflection I shared on my Instagram story today last year I took 10 days off from like clients and client containers a little bit of time off in between that posting 
and I posted only when I wanted to and I was dysregulated as fuck. It stressed me out. I went up north and there was like three days I had no reception, I think three or four days, and it just stressed me out, right? This year, I'm taking three weeks off client containers and one-on-one calls and all of that. Yeah, I'll still be showing up. Like I love showing up in my stories. I love creating a post when I'm super inspired, but it's it will be like when like it'll be a relaxed vibe, right? But I will not be actively engaging in any client conversations or calls or containers of any type. And I feel so good about it. I feel so regulated. I feel so safe. I feel so okay that this is going to be an amazing time over the festive season to really just take a step back and planning. Like I love this point because I love planning for a brand new year. I love finding finding what is going to bring out my creativity and really uh, like sitting in my word of intention. So that is just one example I want to share with you about learning how to regulate, learning how to step and switch between your divine masculine energies, your divine feminine. I guarantee that most of you are probably living in wounded feminine um, and you are operating from a wounded masculine as well. You know, very masculine, again, there's well, very masculine energy. And so I ask you and I challenge you to take a step back and start to think, where can I become more regulated? Where can I feel more safe where can I actually find a connection to my body to my mind to my soul that is absolutely paramount three I made friends with my inner child I made a conscious effort to understand the impact of my childhood trauma and the passing of my mom at 18 understanding all of this creates a space for me to explore how my inner child needs to be looked after soothed and witnessed not judged When I get defensive, reactive, or act out, I take time to myself and understand why my inner child feels unsafe. I know that sometimes these responses mean that I have betrayed myself or become dysregulated. See how it feeds into the first two? All of these, like, you, you, they all need each other. Becoming friends with my inner child, game changer. If you haven't been reparenting yourself, if you don't speak to your inner child, like, start now. There is no excuse. Uh, It's a big section in in, uh, the Femme Club by the way. So if that's something you want to focus on, we have a whole week on that as well. Like I said, you can sign up to the Femme Club now, but the next live round isn't until end of Feb, start of March. But being able to know that when I act out or I'm defensive or I feel unsafe or I feel put in a box, it's because my inner child, little Jess, has something come up from her trauma body of the past that has not been healed, that has not been witnessed, that has not been soothed. And that's absolutely okay. I don't judge myself. I don't think, okay, I'm doing this work. I I coach this, like I should know better. I sit with it. And a few weeks ago, I had this amazing experience that was so deep to my core. I had a... um, heated conversation with my partner and straight after I felt this immense pain and anger in my body and I started to get flashbacks of moments my parents were fighting or and it was um you know particular moments of reactions of how I had reacted and defenses of how I had been defensive and instead of just allowing it to bypass and like getting up and doing something or getting on my phone to distract I closed my eyes I started crying and I let it pass through my body 
And that was so powerful. It was so painful emotionally, but to allow it literally to run through my body, to see all those images, to feel all those things, I knew like my inner child was doing this because she did not know how to handle this. And it was my my intuitive self, my higher self was literally showing me, hey, this is where you picked it up from. Here's a few things that happened in your childhood. So it's not about judging ourselves. It's about witnessing. It's about getting curious. It's about speaking to the little you inside that does not feel safe. The little you inside that needs to be soothed, right? Being able to step into more creativity, more joy, more fun. Like this is like go observe kids playing right they're naive they're fun they're creative they're all over the place and it's amazing that type of energy so connecting to my inner child and making a conscious effort for it has has changed my life number four I realize that everything external to me is an extension of who I am the relationships and experiences I have attracted are just reflecting back what I need to witness own love accept and heal within myself When someone or something triggers me, I use it as feedback to understand the person I am and who I am becoming. I never judge my triggers because I'm operating from a consciousness that hasn't yet learned from those triggers. I've always said, anyone that triggers you is just bringing something out in you that you haven't owned, accepted, loved, healed, gotten curious about. And we're always operating from a level of consciousness that we've learned and we've developed. And it's I think it's such a beautiful thing when we're able to get curious about the level of consciousness we are at, where other people are at, and not cast judgment on anyone, on ourselves, because we, we're operating from where we've learned in our experiences and our relationships, but always using things like triggers like experiences, like relationships as feedback to question, is this who I want to be? Is this who I want to become? What is this showing me about myself? What is this reflecting back to me? What is this saying about me? Who, this person, this relationship, what is this actually reflecting back to me? Everything in your outer world, in your external reality is just a reflection of everything that's happening internally. And so getting curious when something doesn't align or something triggers or or something seems a bit off, why? Are we leveling up? Are we are we resisting? What is it there? And I think the more that we are able to have that point of view and have that perspective, the more that we don't think take things personally, the more that we learn and understand rather than st- staying in these a victim cycles victim mentality cycles of like oh my god fuck this person or I got triggered or this that that like fucking drop that do not bring that into this brand new year do not bring that into the person that you are becoming because I tell you what it does not serve you what serves you is just getting curious this is what I always say to my private clients is like get curious on what is happening on who you are becoming, on who you are now. If you are not, maybe analyze is a strong word, but if you are not analyzing, if you are not, I don't know, reflecting, maybe that's a a nicer word, reflecting on who you are like consistently week by week, it doesn't mean pull yourself apart, 
but I mean like reflecting on everything that's happened like you're you're not progressing you're not moving forward you're not stepping into new levels of consciousness and number five I understand the law of polarity I understand the universal law that everything has two opposite poles without one we cannot have and experience the other most of the mass consciousness operate from an emotionally charged perspective. My development has taught me that no perspective is better or more right than another. It's always going to be in alignment with our values and level of consciousness. Living in fantasy draws you away from understanding the fears. Living in fear brings you away from romanticizing the fantasy. Instead, we neutralize. Neutrality is my state of being. I speak about law of polarity so much everywhere, here, clients, membership, Instagram stories, TikTok, everywhere, right? It's just such a beautiful universal law and when we truly know that we can't have what we are currently experiencing without the other, life becomes neutral. We are able to know that we need to operate from a neutral state of being rather than someone who lives in fear, rather than someone who lives in fantasy, rather than someone who is so emotionally charged they can't see anything. If you look at the past two years, there have been so many opposite values and views and perspectives, right? And yes, you're always going to favor one a little bit more because of your values, because of the way that you have been wired. However, we still want to aim to see things for what they really are right? Most of the mass consciousness live in these emotional charges where they think their opinion is right. Maybe you're there. Maybe there's, you've had a really, really strong opinion from the past couple of years with everything that has happened in the world. And you solely think only your, like the version of your opinion and how you see reality is right. It's not, nothing is right or wrong right? Everything is neutral. Everything has its own dimensions to it. Everything has its benefits. Everything has its drawbacks. Life becomes so, ah, oh, just so peaceful. That's the word I'm looking for. So fucking peaceful when we are neutral, when we don't try to be emotionally charged, when we don't sit at one end of the spectrum. Life is peaceful, right? And if you feel like you from your past, which everyone does, have emotional charges towards people experiences your outer world start to ask yourself what are the benefits what are the drawbacks but being really really honest with yourself that is that is the most important thing and I think when we see the moments we are experiencing failure somewhere else in our life we are experiencing success and vice versa because that is literally the universal law of polarity you, if you are in a shit time in your life right now and you feel like everything's working against you and you just feel like life is fucked, well, you are simultaneously experiencing the other side to that as well. You may be sitting here being like, no, I'm not just like everything in my life is fucked and blah, 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 blah. Victim mentality, emotionally charged, one end of the spectrum, but you are. You are 100% experiencing the good in some area of your life, in some instant, in some way. So I ask that you look at how you are experiencing that. And it doesn't mean that we don't sit in our human experience of having a shit day or a shit week or whatever it may be. It's just about minimizing that time that we're there. 
And again, it doesn't take away from the elevated parts of our life and and all of the, the really hyper good exciting parts. But again, we can't live in that fantasy quadrant of always being there or not seeing a situation, an experience, a person, relationship for what it really is. So overall, these are five things that have really just really helped me develop the connection with myself, my self-worth and my self-love. And I think they are all things that maybe you need to go back and write notes, do a bit of a reflection on your own life. Like I think this is perfect moving into a brand new year and start to ask yourself, where do I need to start bridging the gap between the connection, the disconnection and the connection with myself? What can I start to do today? And this is this is one of the reasons why I have created that mini container, the mini mastermind of becoming me, because these are the things that I want to share. These are the things that I want to step into. These are the things that I'm like, this works. I've been doing it. I have been, I practice what I preach always. And so again, if this has resonated with you and you want guidance and you want support coming into the new year, definitely slide into my DMs with the word becoming and we can have a chat. But I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast episode. I thoroughly have. I've I've loved being able to, and I'm so happy that I have it in post form. So definitely go save that, go, go look at it. But I was like, I need to express, I need to expand on this even more. And so I'm so grateful in moments like this that I have this type of platform to be able to do so. But I'm going to let you go. I, what am I doing now? I think I'm going to film a video to post tonight or a couple of TikToks, even though I think I'm going to have a content day tomorrow, but I'm feeling in the vibe now. So I'm going to do that. And then I have money magnetism tonight and then chill a little bit. But as always, I appreciate all of you. If you would like to have a chat, if you want to support the podcast, definitely post it on your story, tag me, slide into my DMs, let me know what episode you listen to and your takeaways. And yeah, we can have a chat there. But thank you so much and I will speak to you all soon. Bye.